Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your very valuable time with me. It will be worth it today. You will not be disappointed. Today, I'm going to revisit something that first, well, not first, because it's certainly come up before, but it came up in February of this year based on a conversation or a thread of, of a topic in the Primal Potential Facebook group. We've got a big free Primal Potential Facebook group that's just an awesome community of people who are working on their mindset, trying to create change in their life. Super, super, super great group. And this conversation came up that I could not stop thinking about. And to be perfectly honest, I was a little worried about it. And worried probably isn't the right word, but I wanted to jump in the middle of the conversation and turn it around which is tricky to do on a Facebook thread. So what I did was I addressed it in my VIP email. Some of you guys are on that list. Some of you aren't, but it's continued to come up since then. Of course, if you want to be on the list, you just go to primalpotential.com. You can do it there. If you get stuck, if you get confused, just email me and we'll make sure to get you on that email list. But basically, I send out emails on a whole variety of topics, but but all around the theme of thinking better, thinking differently, getting out of your own way. So back in February, there was this conversation in the Facebook group that kind of made my head explode a little bit. And it's funny because I'm very disciplined usually about my time on Facebook. I log into Facebook and check my groups and respond once a day during the week but when, when I noticed this conversation, it might have even been my husband, Chris, that told me about it because he is on Facebook more than I am and he's a moderator in that group. And I don't know. Either way, I left my computer open and my Facebook open for like two days because I saw people in a little mindset mm, rut And I didn't want anybody to stay there. Like I wanted to tackle everybody who was part of this and be like, wait, 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 no, no. I joked in the VIP email that it it kind of almost made my brain explode. Not in a, I was going to say not in a bad way, but is there a good way for your brain to explode? I kind of don't really think there's a good way for that to happen. I wasn't angry or annoyed. It was just one of those things where, you know, if you see a bunch of people slip on the same piece of ice and you see somebody headed towards it, you want to be like, no, 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 wait, go around that slippery, don't go there. And that's the feeling that I had with regards to this particular conversation. So let me, without any more suspense or vagueness, let me just tell you exactly how the post started. 
somebody read Chasing Cupcakes or was in the process. I think they just, yeah, they just started reading Chasing Cupcakes, which if you haven't read it, that's my book. And I'm going to read you exactly what they said, so I don't have to paraphrase or get lost in context. It said, I've started Chasing Cupcakes, and there's a statement in the beginning part of the book that says, information isn't transformation. And the person who wrote this capitalized that. Information is not transformation. And then this person continued, guilty, period, as, period, charged. I love, in all caps, acquiring new information, dot, 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 and then not applying it. Elizabeth's got my number. Anybody else? Now, before I share the responses, this person's reading Chasing Cupcakes because they want to create change, not because they want to continue acquiring new information and not applying it, but here they are saying, I love acquiring it and then not applying it. Not, I've done this in the past and I want to change it. That is me, anybody else. Do I have company in this pattern that I don't want? Am I alone in the problem or do I have company in the problem? So initially I was like, okay, well maybe, you know, this in this group there's a lot of podcast listeners. People are going to come in and say, that's something I'm working on changing. I've recognized that in the past, but today, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of what I was what I was hoping to see. Let me read you some of the actual responses. And let me just recap the post in case those of you who are like me and you heard it five seconds ago, but you've already forgotten. It said, I've started chasing cupcakes and there's a statement in the beginning part of the book that says, information isn't transformation. Guilty as charged. I love acquiring new information and then not applying it. Elizabeth's got my number. Anybody else? Here are just a few of the dozens of responses. 150% me. Me with a thousand exclamation points. 100% same. Yup, definitely me. I'm guilty as well. Somebody else said me. I sit on the sidelines and study and gather all the information and think some more and research some more and then stay in the same rut. Somebody else said, yep, that would be me. I'm a thinker. I am not a doer. <laughs> I'm literally like, no, just because I'm not denying that that has been the pattern. I get it. That is real. That is true. That is valid. But identifying with the past as your present when you don't want it to be, big, old, red, flag. Literally in my mind, I was thinking, this is the problem. You identify with the past. You believe that is you. For as long as you believe that is you, it will continue to be you because that is what you are expecting. That is where you have set the bar. That is the expectation you have established for yourself. You cannot and will not step into a new pattern behavior, pattern of behavior if you're still claiming the old one, right? If you still say, I'm an emotional eater, you, you think you're just miraculously going to show up as somebody that's not? And people will say, but I have been. Okay, 
Right. Even if it was 20 minutes ago, that is still behind you. What I don't want is for you to say, that is me now. Because whoever and however you choose to be now is a choice for now. You are not in any way limited by how things have been a minute ago, an hour ago, a day ago, a week ago for the last 10 years. You are free to show up differently in any moment, but you won't if you believe this old way is your current way, is you, right? You cannot and will not step into a new version of you for as long as you still agree with the old version, right? I totally understand. We all have our pasts. I used to sleep more hours of the day than I was awake. I used to hit snooze 100,000 times. And I'm not talking like for a bad month. I'm talking for 30 years. That was my pattern. That is real. That is valid. But who and how I choose to be today is mine. You don't have to wait till you have a new pattern of behavior. In fact, you can't because the only way to establish it is to hold it as the expectation for today. But for as long as you're holding yesterday or even an hour ago or the last 10 years as your expectation for today, that's going to be the reality that you create. Whether you're saying, I learn, but I never take action, or you're saying, I'm an emotional eater, or I'm notorious for hitting snooze. You are claiming the past as your present. And that is 90% of the problem. That is 90% of the problem. You are free in this moment. You are not chained or limited or restricted in any way by your past unless you still cling to it, unless you still claim it. And that is exactly what was happening on that Facebook post. And it's not just something I've seen once. I see this constantly. I can do really great in the morning, but come the evening, the wheels fall off. Look, just because that happened yesterday or a thousand consecutive yesterdays does not mean that that is who you are or where you are or what you are. You are free to say, tonight I choose something different. That's where it has to start. But it won't start there if you still believe in the past behavior more than the present possibility, right? Are you investing in what's predictable or in what is possible? Are you giving your energy, your attention, and your focus to what is predictable or to what is possible? So funny story, and I shared this a few days after this email went out, but that was still back in February, um, which who can remember February, right? My husband at the time, let's see, I was probably mm, between seven and eight months pregnant and I was exhausted and he knew it because he had checked in on me during the day and he was like, how are you? Freaking beat, right? And he, he came home and he, he had a grocery bag and I hadn't asked him to bring anything home. So that was kind of unusual. So he has a grocery bag and he says, I'm going to cook dinner. And I, all my life, I, I kind of groaned and said, please don't. And he's like, why? In his mind, he's like wanting to do this, this nice gesture and take dinner off my plate because typically, not literally take dinner off my plate, but take the responsibility. You know, you know, you followed that. Anyway, I mean, typically I cook dinner. So this was a nice gesture. And here I am being like, oh God, please don't cook me dinner. And he's totally confused. And I said, because you always make a mess when you cook dinner. 
And as soon as the words left my mouth, I was like, I am basically telling him that the way he's always been is the only way that he can be. Like, I don't, I don't want to think that way. And what a terrible relationship we would have if we both lived in the expectation that neither one of us would ever grow or change or evolve or improve. I don't want to do it for myself. I sure as heck don't want to do it for somebody else. So I literally was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Honestly, it has nothing to do with whether you make a mess or you don't make a mess. It would be lovely if you made dinner. And he did. And he did make a mess. And he cleaned it up. Now, who knows why he cleaned it up and if he would have cleaned it up if I hadn't have said the thing about making a mess. It doesn't really matter. The point is we all are either operating from what is predictable or what is possible. You know, if you think, well, I I don't even want to bother creating a budget because I've done it a million times before and I've never stuck to it. You are operating from what you feel is predictable based on your past instead of what is actually possible because you are not limited in any way by that past. When you say, oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy the change maker's journal because I've bought 10 journals before and they all stay empty. Okay, fine. Guess what? I am sure with that mindset that that would be your outcome because you have decided that the way things have been is the way that they will continue to be. You are operating based on your past, limiting your potential range of outcomes to what has been before instead of opening your potential range of outcomes to what could be and what is possible. And I don't want that for you. Literally, if you could have been in my kitchen as these comments were rolling in, I wasn't like bummed, oh, have these people learned nothing listening to the podcast? Because some of the people in the Facebook group have never listened to the podcast and they just kind of stumbled upon it or somebody invited them. I was literally like, you are limiting what is possible for you to the short list of, of things from behind you, things from your past. You were saying, I mean, sure, I have options, but none of them are new. None of them are what I want. I'm just reaching. Imagine this. I'm a visual person, right? I think in pictures a lot. Imagine that you've got a bag, a burlap sack, and it's full of you know when you do like a Yankee swap and everybody puts their names in a, in, a, in a box or in a bag or whatever and you draw a name? Think of it like that. And on each individual folded up piece of paper is all the past choices that you've made. And for the rest of your life, all you can do to determine your outcomes is pull into that bag of past behaviors. That's what this is like. It's literally saying, oh, the way things have been, those are my only options. You know, I haven't been consistent before. I haven't stayed motivated before. I haven't kept my word before. I haven't followed through before. I haven't made it to the finish line before. And so I won't. I haven't kept my word to myself before. And so I won't. Every time I've started strong, I've fizzled out. And so that's what's going to happen this time. Because in your mind, you're reaching into this bag of the past and that are, those are the only options that you are making available to yourself. As opposed to, there is this other bag, figuratively speaking, right? There is this other bag of options you've never considered, options you've never tried, options that are totally opposite of the way things have been before. You can reach into that, but you won't if you're still dipping into the pond of the familiar past expecting everything to be like it's been, operating based on predictability instead of possibility. 
What is it that you want to be your outcome today? Give your energy to that. How would you love your pattern of behavior to naturally and habitually be? Choose that just for today, just this one time, just in this small way. Do you go to the past when you're looking to figure out what might happen or what might be possible? Or do you go to possibility? Do you go to what you want? Do you go to the solution or do you go to the problem? This is exactly what I'm talking about when I emphasize the importance of becoming a better thinker. You can move from the range of possibilities is everything that's behind me and everything I've done before to the range of possibilities is wide open. And yes, it includes the things from my past, but it is not in any way limited to the things from my past. And it could be so much more. So much more. And it doesn't matter what we're talking about. If we're talking about marriage, if we're talking about money, if we're talking about learning versus doing, losing weight, getting consistent with fitness, eating better, calling family regularly, maintaining more organization, keeping up with your laundry, all of it. If you claim the past as your present, you'll choose it in the present. If you limit your possible outcomes to the way things have been, you are limited to the way things have been. But it doesn't have to be that way. You are in no way limited by the way things have been unless you still connect to that and identify with that. And guys, again, this is the essence of what it means to become a better thinker. And I want it for you. I want it for me. And the beautiful thing is, we're going to have tons of opportunities to practice. Even when you create your to-do list for the day, you can either say, I'll never get it all done because I never do. Again, that's reaching into the bag of possible options and limiting yourself to the past. Or you can say, There is absolutely no reason that today can't be the day that is different because I can choose to make it so because I'm not limited. And we can apply that and practice that with food, with fitness, with the way we respond when we're irritated, with the way we respond when we're tired, with the decision we make when we're facing temptation and anything in between. I want you to practice this. This is so huge. And guys, I talk about this all the time. Somebody said recently, maybe not recently, Uh, part of the transformation is the investment. Part of the transformation is the investment. And I love that because honestly, for a lot of people, you're going to hear this message and it's going to resonate and it might be with you for an hour or two or if you're lucky, it might be with you for the next rest of the day. But change is more than that. Part of the transformation is the investment. And there are a million ways that you can invest in becoming a better thinker. But if you're looking for one, that really guides you through this process and is very action-based, like not theoretical. I think oftentimes when we read books about change, they can be very theoretical and it's like, well, okay, I get it, but what do I do with it? How do I put it into practice? Think about the 12 weeks to transformation. And I want to remind you guys that last year in 2020, the 12 weeks to transformation would have cost you $1,500 or more. 
But because we've turned it into a self-study, that means you can start anytime. You don't have to wait for us to open up four times a year or three times a year like we've done in the past. You can go at your own pace. You don't have to keep up with a 12-week pace, even though it's 12 weeks of modules. You can take two weeks for some. You can take a week off if you're on vacation or something. You can start a week late. You can run a couple days behind. That's fine. And it is 68% less expensive. Part of the transformation is the investment. One of the big mistakes that I made in my life that I believe was responsible for why I struggled for so long was because I never made investments that reflected the value of the change to me, okay? And just using weight as an example, sure, I spent money on different diet programs and different books and did Weight Watchers and all of that, but I never made an investment that really had like serious skin in the game. I never made an investment that reflected the value of that change for me. And some people don't need that. Some people are very, very successful going out on their own, setting their mind to something and getting it done. But we know whether or not we're that person, right? We know from our experience. And for me personally, and for a lot of the people I work with, I need more structure. I need more guidance. I need to be able to ask questions. I need to have a process not necessarily rules, right? I'm not a big fan of that because I want people to be able to customize, but a structure and a system that I can work within. Think about that for yourself because nothing will change your life more than changing the way you think. Becoming a better thinker cannot be a hobby pursuit when you have time to listen to a podcast or when you're in the mood to it, mood for it because like the this whole conversation began, Information is not transformation. There's a huge difference between exposing yourself to these concepts and practicing them as a discipline. The more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. If you really commit to this, I'm telling you right now, it will shift every area of your life. So I could go on and on and on about that for a long time, but I won't. If that's pulling at your soul, you'll know it. Check out the 12 Weeks to Transformation. Go to primalpotential.com forward slash register again. It has never been easier or more accessible. It is 68% less than it has been historically. It's the perfect time to do it. So check it out, primalpotential.com forward slash register. And I just want to remind you, you are not in any way limited, in any way limited by the way things have been, even if it's been for decades. You are free in this moment and in every moment to choose something different. But if you are still connecting to, identifying with, and focusing on the way things have been, you won't. Every choice is a chance. Make it a great day. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.